Good morning. It is Monday, March 23rd, 6.17 a.m. Pardon me. I hope y'all had a good week. Just taking a sip of my coffee here. What a long, strange trip it's been. Oh, Lord. Not even a deadhead, and I just had to put that in there. Uh, anywho, it has been a really strange week. There have been a lot of good things that happen. Sometimes there's been some strange minutiae where things have really annoyed me. And it's easy for my mind to be like, it's because of this. It's because this is happening. It's because I can't get outside. It's because of of COVID. And then I realized, you know what? This would have happened anyway. This has happened before. Before all this happened. It'll happen again. I guarantee I'll be annoyed about something again. <laughs> and then that helps me feel better. Cause I'm just like, yeah, you know what? This This is something that would have happened anyway. So that's good to know. I've been barely going outside at all. I went to the post office on Wednesday and then on Friday I got some last minute things from grocery outlet and that's it. And when I got to grocery outlet I they had us stand pretty far apart from each other which I appreciated like more than six feet and I got there around 8 a.m. and they were only letting the seniors in first, which I thought was really good. And then there was a crowd of, a small crowd of maybe six people waiting in the parking lot. And there was this really cute guy there. Um, and well, at first I thought he was cute, and then I realized why. It, we were staring at each other across the parking lot. We looked exactly alike, and we were wearing the exact same outfit. It was so funny. I was like, girl. This was so funny to me, though, when I got in there. And then he started following me around in grocery outlet, keeping a healthy distance, but he was following me around. And I was like, oh, you, you still haven't made sense of it that, that we're twins. But yeah, we were both wearing black Carhartt overalls. We were both wearing a long john shirt underneath. I had hoop earrings and a bandana, which he was not wearing a bandana or hoop earrings. But we both had our hair in a bun. He had long hair and he had it in a sloppy bun and so did I. We both had Ikea bags. Uh, (laughs) It was really funny, but I, I will admit he was cute. He was real cute, so... It's nice to see cute guys every now and then. Um, But that was really funny. I was like, get over yourself, Michelle. Um, So yeah, that was my my last step outside. I will be going to the post office this morning. And I am starting my podcast early so I can get to the post office by 7.30 and prepare for any line and make sure that I have a healthy distance from everyone. I want to get her done and get back in the house. Oh, God, I'm so glad to have a place to live. 
Um, there is this pasta book that I love and it is just a time life book, but I love time life books. There's probably, I can't even imagine how many different time life series and time life books there are. There's enough to probably fill a whole warehouse, like as far as ones that were produced. Uh, this one, I believe it's from like 1981 or something. And it's called Pasta. And it's it's literally really the only one that I own. I don't own any other Time Life books. Um, I've sold most of them over the years. But this one really fascinates me. It's a casing of coiled macaroni. And I will sometimes open this book and just stare at it because I can't really do pasta. Um, it makes me bloated and sluggish, but I've been eating pasta this week and not every day, but I've definitely had very, very, very large portions of pasta. So yeah, so the days I wasn't eating pasta, I made up for it on the days I was, you know what I mean? I don't know why, but I just, it's probably one of my favorite foods besides sushi, Korean barbecue, and Peking duck. So what you do is you get these, I'm, I'm kind of summing up the recipe for you, but you get these large, long, so they're about as large as around as a boba straw, like those bubble tea straws, but they're 12 inches long or longer. And you can get them from a specialty store like Luca or, I mean, I know Luca's no longer around, but someplace in North Beach, an Italian store you could probably get them from or a gourmet type grocery. Um, you could possibly use bucatini, but I think it might be harder to work with because it's thinner and will take longer because you'll have to use more spaghetti strings. So you get something like a thick, tall bowl that's probably about 10 inches by 10 inches, at least 10 inches tall, and you slather it in butter. Set it aside in the fridge because the butter might melt while you're working on the other stuff. Yeah, the kitchen gets real warm, so you want to put that bowl, the buttered bowl. They use a generous amount of butter, okay? So you put that in there, and then you put it in the fridge. Slather it. You get your... Uh, you get... Here they call for veal. Um, I don't really veal so you could probably use chicken livers is what I would recommend and some filet mignon and flatten the filet mignon with a meat tenderizer of some sort you can get creative with that I've used a hammer and two sheets of wax paper over the meat before and it works just fine pardon me I'm just getting this coffee down um and then you set that aside. I I would soak, if you have buttermilk, soak the livers and the, um, excuse me, and the 
the meat in buttermilk, a small thing of buttermilk. And then start chopping up your mirepoix. Mirepoix is celery, carrots, onions, uh, add thyme and rosemary. Chop it up really finely. Um, do not put it in the food processor or anything like that. You've got the time, so just start chopping. It doesn't have to be perfect, um, but you want them in small, no larger than half an inch around. Put that in a pan, a large pan with butter, of course. Get your salt and pepper. And then take those livers and the filet mignon out. Place the livers on top of the vegetable puree because it, it will, I mean, it's not really puree. It's, I guess it's kind of like a simmered, softened pile of vegetables, your mirepoix. It's not really a puree, but it, it's close to a puree uh, when it's really soft like that. Put your, put your livers on top of that and then lay the filet mignon on top of the livers. So just let it simmer with the lid on a very, very low heat. What you're doing is you're infusing the vegetables with this delicious meat juice. So then you strain your stock. So you remove the meat from the pan and let it cool and then get all that soft veggie goodness and strain it using a spoon and a sieve over a bowl. And then you can slice up your, your meat and set it aside. So then you get your water to boil and you add the long macaroni. Make sure that you have a piece of parchment paper, I would recommend, or wax paper. If you have parchment paper, spray it with some Pam spray. Set it aside on the counter because this will be for when, the, when your macaronis are coming out. Set it to boil. Only let the pasta get al dente, so five to seven minutes. Uh, test one, uh, you'll be able to taste the toothsome aspect of it. Watch these because they will stick together. These long tubes, I've worked with them before and they can be very sticky, so just keep your eye on it. Add a good amount, a good healthy pinch of salt to this water because that will help keep it from sticking. Supervise it and make sure that they're unstuck. As they become ready, strain them carefully. I cannot stress that enough. And I'm not saying that because I've made this elaborate recipe before, but just from experience, when you're dealing with this type of noodle, they can get a little, there's, you know, you could lose some pasta, some precious noodles. And put those on that waxed or greased paper. 
just lay them out like like sticks get your buttered bowl out of the fridge and you can warm up the bowl with your hands on the outside um, or just let it sit out for a while it might be a good idea to kind of let the pasta just aerate a little bit after you've just like let it sit there you know what I mean um, because either way you know I would rather the butter be just a little too cold and wait for it to come to room temperature than it just melting all over the place um, and I like to have this bowl I would think I would like to have these kind of things prepared just because there's too much going on um, but that's just me I'm sure that you guys could come up with a more efficient method and you take your your pasta and you start coiling it starting from the bottom and you make this coil around the inside of the bowl and you press it into the butter the bowl should be kind of like almost white with butter so you could finger paint in the butter a lot of butter I would I'll be looking at the side of this bowl I would say they used at least half a stick of butter and you press it in and you coil it kind of like you're making like you know the, like something out of clay from when you were a kid and you would coil and make a little bowl or something same technique and you coil it all the way up to the lip of the bowl then you get your let's say you suddenly have some boiled chicken breast on hand you get that and you skin it and you take any bones out and you can chop that in a blender or food processor if you do not have that what I would recommend is just tearing it apart as much as you can and then chopping it finely okay and then mix it with an egg white so if you have like an electric mixer or something like that pulse it with that so you're basically making a puree that's the force meat and make it really smooth and then press it through a fine drum sieve if you have one if you don't a ricer will work you could put it through a ricer twice <laughs> um, you can also just force it through a colander slowly with a spoon and then you stick that in the fridge and chill that so you have your you have your macaroni in your bowl it's all coiled up stick that in the fridge too apparently you've, you've got to have a lot of room in your fridge for this you got to have a big fridge then you mix up heavy cream and you get it nice and fluffy you pull that chilled chicken force meat out of a out of the fridge and you mix that in with very slowly with the heavy cream 
and then after it's kind of like a nice it'll be like a little mousse and you'll be doing this in an ice bath so you take that bowl of the cream and the force meat mixed together and put that in an ice bath you can actually have it while you're mixing it together if you want leave it in the ice bath then you take the the mold of the pasta out so the bowl with the pasta in it and you take that force meat and heavy cream and you just slather the the spiral of the of the macaroni around it so make sure it's evenly covered and then stick it in the fridge then you're gonna make a little sauce so in a small pan you heat up butter and stir in some flour and you're gonna whisk that strained vegetable stock into it and simmer it for about 40 minutes and so you to reduce it a little fatty skin will kind of emerge on the top remove that and it just forms on the cooler part of it that's just natural just make sure you remove the skin there will be some leftover macaroni you will be using an entire package of the long macaroni go ahead and chop up that macaroni into longish tubini sizes i guess ziti size and just so i guess what would that be about two inches long two inches long and you mix that in with your chopped liver and your chopped filet mignon mix that in and then you pour that sauce over it and you mix that sauce that you just made over the filling and then you spoon that into that lined macaroni casing there will be some of that mousseline that that chicken and cream mixture there will be some of that left over and you put that over the um, over the top of the bowl so you just kind of like kind of like you're like icing a, a cake or or some kind of pudding you just it kind of creates a seal and then you grease some wax paper or parchment paper in a circle a bowl you know circle let's see a bowl size circle over that and you put that over that and then to cook it you should put a little kind of like a a little rack a circular rack inside of a large pot kind of like a Le Creuset like a Dutch oven type thing and that pot will have hot water in it Get your oven on 350, put the covered bowl inside of that pot, 
on top of that little rack in the water bath. The reason why there's all these water baths, that has to do with the cream content. You want to bring, you want to bring it, you want to cook that, all that cr cream delicately and slowly with the steam. Because if you don't, everything's going to curdle and it's going to be a hot mess. So do not skip that step. This, that step is the very, very crucial step. And then the final thing is unmolding and serving it. So you peel, you peel the piece of wax paper off the top after it's been in the oven for about 45 minutes and you let it rest for 10 min minutes. That's very, very important because you want everything to firm and settle. Uh, when I when I did pastry and made creme brulee, it it took a while for while it cooled all those pot creme's and all that. It would take a while for it to um, to firm up, and in the firming, that's that's the beauty of this. Everything just comes together literally, and then you turn it over and it will come out of the mold on top of a plate and then you can cut it into wedges and then you serve it with a tomato cream pasta sauce and that recipe oh my god I want to make that recipe so bad um <laughs> I will sometimes sit there and look at that recipe um that's something that hasn't changed I really love it it is kind of hilarious and over the top and it's super rich and fattening and oh my god I would love to go to a restaurant that served it you know so yeah it's basically like a beehive swarming with pasta bees um one of the things that I found on my way back from the post office the other day was a grocery list and I found this I believe on South and Nest Street so they are pretty well organized I'm going to read it to you um, I feel like a lot has happened this week since the grocery list was written so at the top it says mission it's bananas, broccoli fruit, French rolls, cream, spinach, fish, raisin bread or muffins, store, grocery outlet, eggs, milk, yogurt, frozen berries, lemonade, freezer rolls, raisin bread. They love their raisin bread. I haven't had raisin bread in years. Berries, green onion, bleach, paper towels, and toilet paper. Okay, so that's how you know it was written recently. That, in that order, you know? Ground beef, sausage, chicken, Cornish hen. Why would you want to mess with a Cornish hen? They are, they are fun as a treat. But, I mean, when you are prepping for the apocalypse. Sorry, honey. That Cornish hen better be going inside the car the carcass of a regular sized hen. You better be making yourself like a 
a budget turducken and then a whole can of spam inside that corner tent um because otherwise there it's i don't know Cornish hens are so tiny, you know, that's like a cute mid course. That's like, to me, that's, it's hard to make that a main course. I could put away about two, two or three of them in one sitting. Bacon, salami, turkey, cold brew, V8. Okay, so I'm guessing that this belongs to an older, an older person, not too old, probably my age, because it's written in cursive. Cake now that cursive's cursive's obsolete. Haluna bar, ramen, rice vinegar, oil, and mayo. So we know they're of the Anglo variety. Rice, coffee, creme de cocoa, prunes. So now they got me thinking they might be needing fiber, so probably in their 50s. Mushrooms, earring backs. Good luck finding those earring backs. I don't know where you'd get those except for at a bead store, but maybe I don't know everything about finding earring backs. So yeah, um, tonight I'm going to make half of a cabbage. I made the other half last night and I'm going to chop it, you know, just kind of lengthwise and then chop it once more down the middle so there's I if I'm eating hot cabbage I like it to be a little long if I'm eating coleslaw I like the cabbage to be short um and yeah I'm just gonna add a little butter to it and some salt and pepper I'm going to butterfly a hot link <clears throat> put it face down in the iron skillet in the kind of of the juices of the butter and the cabbage and I'm just going to press it really hard with my spatula and then I'm going to eat it it's going to be so good I had it last night for dinner and oh my god it was so so good I love it um what is another thing I'm going to have today I'm going to make two hard-boiled eggs and I'm going to put that over a just like a bed of greens trying to eat as many fresh vegetables and just regular ass vegetables and citrus as I can while I can um so yeah that's kind of what I'm having today most likely to eat um if you see it at the store if you have to be out actually do not go out to the store but for some reason you must go pick up a bucket of lard um you will need it and you can make all kinds of stuff with it you can conserve your butter by using it to cook with instead of instead of the butter um I've been using my freshly rendered yard, basically lard, <laughs> yard, um, basically the just like my bacon grease, and saving it in a little cup in the fridge, and that that is great for when you're cooking with an iron skillet. Um, instead of using your butter for for cooking, you can use you can use that. 
So yeah, I plan on making lots of tortillas and that sort of thing. Now, if you're a vegan or vegetarian and not able to consume lard, get you some Crisco. Uh, probably get two, two tubs of it. And you're going to grab one little cube of veggie bouillon and you're going to shave a couple shavings of it into a small bowl. And you're going to add a little bit of vanilla. Now, I know that sounds funky, but stay with me. So you can use vanilla extract or vanilla bean. It doesn't matter. Just add a little bit and mash it up. Mash up the bouillon powder and the vanilla. Now, the vanilla will round out the flavor of the veggie bouillon. It gives it that it, when those two flavors bind together, it gives it the same kind of roundness and flavor profile of butter. Now, it's never going to be like butter. Let's just be real. But the vanilla gives it roundness. And that is why we like butter, is that roundness. So you've got that vanilla and your bouillon chopped together, very finely mixed together. You get out your Crisco and you put a scoop of it in a bowl, a large scoop, and you slowly just add that powdered mixture to the Crisco. You can even, if you want to make it be like an earth balance or like a butter, add one drop of yellow food coloring. Why not? This is your fantasy food. It's a fantasy food. It's pretend butter. It's pretend lard. Make it be whatever you want it to be. You mix that all together. And voila, you have your beauté. Um, that might sound kind of gross to you guys, but I just want to remind you that uh, when margarine came out, that's basically what it was. And it was un unpigmented. So when you bought when you bought margarine for yourself at the store, it was white and it came with a little powder kit that had coloring and flavor in it. So basically I'm just I'm breaking it down. Um but yeah, that's one thing you can do too if you want your your butter substitute and you know, something that gives you that flavor of that. That's one way even if you're not a vegetarian, you can make that. But it's something that you may never have to use, but you might have to use it. Who knows? It's fun inventing recipes and getting back into cooking. And I love to eat. Um, it's a really good time to be aware of what I'm putting into my body and taking really good care of my health and my body, but also having a fun time making pasta too and pasta dishes. Um, I do miss going to restaurants and that sort of thing, eating alone or getting takeout. I loved it. I really, I really do miss it. Um, I miss my Peking duck. I haven't had sushi in of weeks 
I used to have sushi at least once a week, um, but I know I will in the future. Um, I'm not thinking, oh, this is the last time I'll ever have sushi or anything like that, but I'm looking forward to having sushi again. That's another thing, especially when I'm forced to go outside, like to the post office, you get this sense of urgency, you know, it just it consumes me and I have to dial it back and be like you will get to do everything that you enjoyed doing again you will get to do this again and that that calms me down quite a bit I hope you guys have a wonderful week and find if you're confined with another person that you guys have a lot of happy moments and enjoy each other's company and are respectful of each other's boundaries, which I know you all are. All my listeners are really good at boundaries. My heart goes out to people who are forced to live with someone that they don't want to live with or, or be partnered with. (laughs) Um, and then to everyone who's who's a loner like me, enjoy it while it lasts, because we're about to get booed up when we get out of here. Um, so I've got to get to the post office now and start walking. My heart is with you all, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.